Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Verbal Review Show Short, number, I think, seven. So, today we're talking about Parlor. You know, the place that in your great-grandmother's house, they go, all the company would go, and they'd sit and they'd talk. And they allegedly talked in, like, a reasonable manner, like, you know, typical adults. But that requires maturity, so we don't know what that is. However, in all seriousness, though, as I digressed a bit, so Parlor... For those who are wondering is or those who don't know if you haven't heard the news is a social media app and the kind of concept is they kind of going for more of a free speech kind of it markets itself as a free speech alternative with like a more genteel a more basically they're trying to be more civilized free speech because you know, on one end you've got the the censorship on like something like twitter where they're like they're really sticking just one side and then you have the other end where you got a little bit but people who are eh a little bit loony in the head, as you could say, in more 4chan-ish kind of sites. But then you have something like Parlor, where it's kind of goal is kind of like to say, hey, anyone can come here and talk. And so let's dive into it because they've returned recently. I believe they returned on Monday. I believe if you're an existing account, you can do it. Which I have an account on there. And if you have, you're making a new account, you can start doing that, I believe, as of Monday. I think Saturday is the 20th, so then Sunday is the 21st. So I believe the 22nd, Monday the 22nd, is when you can do it. It's when you can go onto your account. I'm terrible with days. But, so, they have this. And, uh, yeah, so first off, for those wondering why they were doing it, according to CNN Business, uh, they, were, they, were, they were removed because they were accused of, quote, failing to rein in hate-filled violent speech, unquote. Which, you know... I hate to say this, but if you're running on social media, you're going to have what's true hate speech, you know, someone, you know, saying, hang Mike Pence, that's saying we should murder someone, that sounds like uh, hate speech to me, oh wait, that's wrong platform, but, you know, that still is a good example of like, hate speech, um, and then of course, their uh, other news also, their founder was, uh, the one of the co-founders, John Matz, I believe that's his name, who has a parlor account, which he claimed was banned. He was fired from his job as CEO, which I'm not not surprised because when your company gets like banned like that, someone's got to take the bag. Someone's got to be the scapegoat. And as I pointed out earlier in the case of GME, Robinhood was the scapegoat. And I'm kind of thinking in the company's mind, they're like, okay, we fire Matt's. Matt's the guy. He gets the kind of blame. Kind of new chapter, which they kind of did, especially with their logo, which for those who know what the previous logo was versus the current logo, the previous logo was a beautiful work of art. The current logo is like ugly. Like, low-key, high-key, ugly. And I'm hoping and praying that once they kind of you know, establish themselves on their new uh, servers, that they'll get a better logo, which, you know, can't be too certain. But, moving on. they uh, Other news about Parler. There was an hacktivist, I believe is what they call him, someone who's a hacker who also is an activist. She said her and a bunch of other people have downloaded a bunch of the data. And so I thought I'd put my thoughts on here because... I do, I, I, I'm part of a speech and debate league and resolution talks about information and how much information, what information and how much information the public should know, how much the people, the candidates have right to privacy because that's the very oriented on that. And she made the legal argument, this person, that all the data she has is public data. But it mentioned in this article by CNET that she has location data. And that begs the question, is your location data private information and can you because obviously, a lot of people say, I'm just a proud Texan, or I'm a proud Arkansas native, which I've honestly never seen, because no one really cares if they're in Arkansas. 
sorry if you're in Arkansas. My apologies. Or but remember, go. I'm living in a proud American or a proud Canadian or you know those usually like people say that in their bios because why wouldn't you? Explain a little bit more who you are and people can kind of tell based on just if like something like Instagram where you have like pictures you can kind of okay this person lives in a more like in the mountains or probably in like a Colorado kind of thing. You can kind of see that kind of stuff, but is it really wrong? And so I'm going to ask a theoretical question, a rhetorical question, and that is, would you want someone else to do with your data? Because if you want to take a question, especially with like information online, the best way to judge it is to say, to give it in two contexts, the context of someone else's information and the context of your information. And then consider it and kind of, can kind of help you kind of focus on what the issue is about. Because would you want someone to know your location data, where your account's based, wherever your uh, computer is, or your, your iPhone, or whatever, or your, whatever you're accessing it from? And I think most of us say, do I really want a random person uploading to the internet where my account was? And eh, I personally wouldn't. I don't think you do either. That's just me. But there are also people who... You go, well, if it's public data, which he argues is public data, then everyone knows it. But if a company knows it, is it public? Food for thought. And now one further point I wanted to address in this CNET article that I was, re- I was reading because I wanted to get, you know, just some more articles to cite because I'm really terrible at citing sources. Uh, but they mention that they believe it could be the information could be used for... Related uh, for information regarding the January 6th Capitol stuff, stuff that happened in the Capitol, where the people went for a tour inside the Capitol, and there were like people. It, it's a it's a delicate issue, but they uh, they argue that if you know where someone's data is, you can say, well, this person's account was t- was tweeting out saying violence on people or something like that from a hotel in Washington in Washington DC so we can tell they were there so this person's been telling people to go there on January 6th so they must have pre-choreographed which I believe they were I believe they just impeached yeah they did just attempt to impeach uh, Trump for because uh, they claimed he incited it which kind of I personally don't think he did because it's just a basic timeline thing his by the time his speech was finished he the people were already breaking in so it's like it's, it's Jesus didn't have, didn't have time to convince everyone to do it, but that is what I got. So basically, it's back, and it's 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 pretty good. It's not like terrible, and I like I like the old older version a lot because I liked how in depth it was. I'm going back onto it right now, but it does have problems. For example, it's not very clear. I like how the old one how it would show how many followers you have. Uh, like for me, it'll show okay, I got 299 followers. I got following about 103 which I thought I was following a few more people than that but that's just inconsistency oh and also if you have any posts from before the shutdown they gone unless of course this, this woman uh, who recorded this data could send you your information for your account then you could get your post back that way but doubt that's happening but so yeah so I basically started it and I just have basically people who follow me and then I have my account and so like my first post they're like a lot less than my typical because I'd, I'd, I'd be averaging if I remember correctly around 100 views per post because I have like 300 followers so it's not like a big audience but still you know you, you get relatively engaged and 
if you share like a funny meme, it's gonna get a lot more. But if you like the notifications, it's it. I don't like, however, for the notifications, how they have a. You can't like delete a notification like you could in the other one. I think it's like a system bug currently, which probably is gonna get fixed. Because like you'll go, because the notifications will tell you what you can decide whether what they tell you, and they'll typically tell you any bone you follows if they. If you follow someone, or sorry, if you subscribe to someone and follow them, they'll tell you if they post anything. They'll tell you if someone likes your comment, votes on your comments, uh, dislikes your community posts. Like, they'll kind of just give the basic general information most of these type of sites will do, and and they do a relatively good job. And especially when I first joined, it was a lot more of an echo chamber. And then as towards the end, I'm talking like mid December, late December, it really got into a bit of a. It was like a. It was more of a, there was more of an actual, like, debate. There was more of a, both sides more more prominent. Because, like, a bunch of people had come to kind of, they, a bunch of leftists had started, uh, more left-leaning people and more liberals had decided to move and check out this parlor thing because it's in the news. And if all you people you troll on Twitter go somewhere else, you kind of want to troll them still, so you go follow one. And you go to a parlor, which... It's not a bad thing because Parler isn't a conservative network. This is something I really want to make clear to people who are listening who don't know much about it. It's a free speech network, and they call itself that because they're not actually a conservative network. They're not. If Trump was to start his own social network, which he's been considering doing for a while now, if he was to start it, that would be considered a conservative network because it's conservative people. The Twitter is a liberal uh, media because it's run by liberals, and Parler is a free speech liberal, free speech. A platform because it's run by free speech advocates and so it's 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 a, it's a key difference so when people say oh it's alt-right or oh it's a liberal or conservative thing it's not true it's just a free speech platform now does that mean that a lot of people who were banned on other places like alex jones are on there yeah do i care about alex jones not really i just know him from he's the guy from the meme about the frogs being gay which if someone did that i'm not sure what to say but this isn't a meme review, so I'm not going to get into that. But also, for those wondering, it does have some pretty solid memes. If you go on there, you can find the true meme dealer, the best uh, meme mule. You can find on there is me at max2200. Hashtag plug. You know, just if you happen to use it, you know, it's a good account. It'll get you some of the best memes I can find, compile them for you. It's what I do every Monday. But yeah, so that's basically my thoughts. Uh, like this episode if you can wherever you are comment subscribe i don't know i don't think you can comment or subscribe on podcasts maybe if you're on like breaker if you're on breaker follow me at max underscore pro but that's what i got uh like subscribe ah i'm used to like making youtube videos we say like subscribe and that kind of stuff but i guess i'll see you on the next one